three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, Outlook Style Reviews, where we dish out the freshest takes on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlists. This is Milo, live and in stereo, and journey back with me to the summer of 1993. On the 2nd of July, one of the most influential cancers came forth from the womb, Vincent Jamal Staples, the subject of today's discussion. So most of you probably know him. Well, his debut mixtape was Stolen Youth, but most of you probably know him from the hit North North off of Summertime 06, which is actually a full-fledged album. But a lot of people in Long Beach know him for more sinister reasons, as he was an active gang member. He was a crip in Long Beach for a very good portion of his life. But now he's worth $5 million, and he's an established rapper, and we're going to discuss his, would you call it self-titled? A self-titled al- yeah. album? Vent Staples? Mm-hmm. It's only 10 tracks, 22 minutes. But uh, it's interesting. Um, let me see. It's I feel like... It's a good album, too, technically. I feel like Mark would have the more, more interesting. Yeah, because you're more of a Staples fan, right, Alan? You're not... I'm not, like, super big into him. I liked it. Yeah. I like his music, but... So, Mark, what was your impression? Yeah, so first listen, I did not like this. Um, so this is also completely produced by Kenny Beats, completely, which is an up and coming like producer. I mean, not even up and coming, like he's not producer right now. Um, he has a YouTube show on the cave or called the cave on YouTube. We should definitely watch it. Y'all if y'all get a chance, but, uh, he produces him and Vince love working with each other. And this whole album now is produced by Kenny. Kenny didn't produce all of fun. Vince's previous album that came out a couple years ago, but he did have some great production uh on it and that's probably that was one of my favorite vince albums ever he still had the hard gritty lyrics the hard hard, gritty gang lyrics but the vibe was like a party like all the beats felt like party beats it was up you felt like dancing just hanging out like with the homies hanging up the roof you know whatever but this album so because this was produced by kenny beats i was expecting very similar very very similar to fun this was not that this album is very, very somber, very, very melancholic. Um, the vibe is very dark. Feels like you're in a dark room listening to this, you know. Um, I mean, I did happen to be in a dark room at one point, but like in general, the the vibe of this album is like a dark room, dark listening, you're not blasting this for the most part. I wouldn't say, well, you know, driving down Long Beach, you know, next to you know, chilling sunset. Like this is a very somber album. That being said, upon um, subsequent listens, I started to really enjoy this. Once I got out of my head what I expected from it, which was something more like its previous album, I then was able to enjoy this more so for what it was. Um, it does have certain faults. Um, almost all the beats sound the same on here. That being said, I also love the sound of the beats. So I, I didn't mind that, but I know you you two typically aren't big fans of, uh, you know, uh songs not being super or albums not being super diverse and so um i am glad that's the short 10 tracks i think he did well with that with his previous album um i think having a nicest tight 10 or you know tight 10 11 is really good and so overall i actually really enjoy this uh hard, not at first but overall it definitely drew me alan yeah so i actually really like this album too and it well 
let me first start with the criticism. What I have of most of Vince's work is that this album's like 22 minutes. <laughs> and for an, for someone who I said, I enjoy their music and I want to hear like a well-developed album, 22 minutes is just like, that really is an appetizer right there. Like mm -hmm. I'm hungry. It really like, is. It's been, like, <laughs> it's been a few years since we've got a, like a full album. Right. And like, so now I'm, so now I'm expecting a little more than just 22 minutes. That said, Mark, I definitely agree with it's album can get pretty dark at times. And I actually really like that turn. I found that the first couple tracks for me were pretty, were kind of more mid, but I really liked once we got to towards the middle and towards the end, I actually liked it a mm -hmm. lot more. And that's where you mentioned the production could sound a little similar. I felt like there was a lot of acoustic guitar type, type tracks on the, on the back end that I really, really liked. And I did mm -hmm. actually have, well, what's the name of this one track? There's one track that I had had the idea of like, rolling down the streets of LA late at night like mm -hmm. oh take me home is maybe one of my mm -hmm. favorite my favorite songs on the album and that gave me the vibe of like driving on 405 man like I actually really did like this possibly even a little more than some of his other albums so I'm a fan but I want I want more you know 22 mm -hmm. minutes if it's good like give me give me fucking Stankonia's hour plus you know <laughs> but I liked it yeah, so 22 minutes, 10 tracks, average song length's like two minutes. Easy to get through. What can I say? This song is like a paper town. It's like one of those rural, rural towns that you just drive past. You didn't even notice it. You turn your head, look over your shoulder. Oh, wait, that was such and such place? Okay, on to wherever we're going. Not bad, not good. Mark hit the nail on the head. The production, the soundscape is not what I was expecting from a mm -hmm. from a crib. Very vibey, I would say lo-fi. Mm -hmm. In some places, had a little bit, a bit of an OVO type of texture, like your 30 for 30 freestyle type beat or whatever, like with like an EQ'd out vocal sample and some heavy drums over it. His rapping, he's still rapping about hard stuff. It's just that has weird. never changed. They won till now. He has wrote about mm -hmm. the same as that content. <laughs> it's just weird over like the beats that people use to study to in college. And you're talking about, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I can't go to the beach without bringing a chopper with me. Okay. Uh, back to calculus. That's how I felt about FM. He was saying the same really like grimy lyrics, but over party beats now. So it's like, this is like the yeah. opposite of that. It's like the exact opposite. <laughs> And even his, like, his energy on this, too, as, like, his rapping, it does not have the same amount of energy. I've always, whenever I there. picture, like, Vince Staples, or in my head, Vince Staples rapping is always, like, high energy. Like, his, his voice is very, he projects his voice. He, he has something to say, and you're going to hear it if you're all the way across the room. But with this, this was way, way more chill. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, this fun, or sorry, not fun, I always want to call the album fun. FM like he, like he was very loud, very vibrant. You could almost you could almost see him moving while you're listening to the music. This sounded like he was sitting in a chair off his of Xanax while he was recording this. Like yeah. it's, it's very laid back. Like this is a very laid back uh, vocal style that he's presenting. So I guess we'll just get into it track like by it. track. You said you liked it. You liked that. I, like I mean, it's not I bad. Like, yeah, it's cool. I like it too. I like it too. I'm just saying it's different. That's all. Yeah, yeah. if you're a Vince fan, this is a different sound from him. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's short. And like, uh, it's yeah, very short. So we could just do all of them. First track, Are You With That? Alan, thoughts? So this is the first track here. And it was the single. So it was the first song that I actually heard. And this, I would say it's good, but it's probably one of my least favorite tracks on the album just because it feels a little more conventional. I feel like I've heard these trap drums before. Not to, you know, Vince raps fine like he does on every track that he's ever mm-hmm. made. But in terms of feeling like the end of the album and feeling like the parts of the album that I actually really got a lot out of are going to come later and they don't actually show up on this intro track. So not to say it's bad. This is definitely listenable. This and the next song are probably my two very least favorite tracks on the album, but they're completely, completely fine. They're just not as out there with with instrumentals the way that I think some of the later tracks are going to come to be. Milo? It's a bad intro. Bad intro. And outro is bad too, but we'll get to that. So this was like hopping in a pool for like the first, like when you just, when you break the seal, you just got to the party, you know, you got the honeys and the bikinis and everything like that. So, you know, you hop in to join the fun with the beach ball. Damn, this water cold. <laughs> That's what, how the soundscape hit me. So when I'm, when we tell you it's different, that will be apparent from the jump with this track. Are you with that? So, as far as the content goes, the same content. This didn't really, I couldn't find a, a hook. I listened to it twice, but I don't I think there's a hook on this that. one. This isn't right? like a hook centered. I mean, he says that. Yeah, that's a chorus. It's just, it starts off with the chorus. Or no, that starts off. Yeah, there's a chorus. Are you with that? I won't get back. I'm going to hop out and crack. Are you with that? I won't bear rest. I'm going to fuck. I'm going to say. That's just like. Okay. Well, the hook's not very catchy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so mark take it away <laughs> um yeah i this i mean immediately immediately in fact he's actually like getting melodic on this track he's like he's not singing but like he's singing his rap lyrics kind of like very sing-songy um and so it's very light like he's he's not attacking the beat at all he's just very laid back you know kind of just rapping very melodically over this beat um it's like like this I mean, this really this whole album there's in fact if you watch the music video for the next song law of averages there's a scene where he's like sitting back in this chair and he's just like staring at the camera like rapping and he's like very slouched very slouched back that's what this album whole album sounds like it sounds like he's just slouched back in the chair and just like telling the grandkids about you know what used to happen in long beach you know, back in the day, you know, the summers was hot, but I was still carrying heat at the beach. Like, you know, like whatever, bro. Like, that's what this sound like, you know. But um, but I mean, that being said, I liked it. Like, this was a vibe, bro. It's not my favorite song on this album by any means, but I mean, as an intro, I thought. I mean, it gives you a solid sense of what the rest of the album's gonna be like. So I don't mind it as an intro, you know. That's uh, fair. So Law Averages, this is the one that, this is the, I think the first single that he released for this album. And, uh, this is also the one that there's a music video for. Um, Milo, what'd you think of this one? What do you want? It, I mean, the energy doesn't go anywhere in the, the lyrics. So let's, one, apart from just like the energy he's rapping at, caught him like a catfish. 
And that, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that's not, it's not the worst. Oh my goodness. That simile is so horrible. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I know Vince Staples can do better than that. Mm-hmm. And what else is, yeah, I've got, got these uh, niggas falling out like Baptists or something like that. Mm-hmm. And once again, like, that's fine if you are, I don't know, like, up and coming, but this is Vince Staples. Like, this is bitch, you thirsty, go grab a Sprite. Like, I know you've <laughs> yeah. got, you can come with the lyrics and like, and the hook on this one was catchier than like the first song. And I liked the, the play with the, like, oh, you got the, like, see, he just names off a bunch of designer brands like Gucci, Prada Fendi, and he goes, you got yeah. baggage. So yeah. that's cool. Like, that, what happened? Why didn't I get that with the catfish line? And then I'll never give my money to a bad bitch. I feel like he's talking about OnlyFans and simps. I don't know. I can't yeah. confirm it. I mean, I would probably guess, but I don't know. The rappers have been saying that since the nineties. Like, yeah. like Fifty Cent on PIMP is never going to pay. I mean, I would say also. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine the amount of like high price escorts that throw themselves at these rappers. <laughs> like, y'all want this? Y'all, you can afford it if you want this. Like, <laughs> Okay. So I'd imagine it's probably pretty uh pretty normal. Um I like the I like I like his like his first line of first line of his verse. Fuck a bitch, I don't trust no bitch from my government, fuck a friend, I don't want no friends with no open hand. Like I don't know, just the the rhythm he has and like I did think even though all these beats for the most part are the same vibe. I don't I wouldn't actually say they sound the same, but I would definitely say they're the same vibe for sure. Um, but this one I thought was probably one of the most different ones. And the fact it has like this like eerie, like, like kind of just like weird, like airing sound in the back that I think works really well. And this is sample that's singing during the hook part that I think is just I didn't like it at first. It was actually kind of off-putting to my ear. But the more I started listening to this song, the more I'm like, man, this actually. I don't know how it works, but this beat actually works, especially with the flow Vince put on it. So I really, my favorite part of this whole song is Vince's flow. I think his flow is very like groovy. Alan? I like that word groovy that you used because I definitely, if you can't see Mark, he was kind of like doing a shimmy, <laughs> going left and right, like he's some water. Cause that's how <laughs> his, his voice freaking flows on this track. Cause it's good. I actually had the opposite experience, though, where maybe I just haven't listened to this song yet, where the production and the little squeaking mm-hmm. was pretty off-putting for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know you said it took you a few listens, maybe a couple more, and I'll start to like it. But from here on out, it's where I really think the album kind of hits its stride. Um, what's the next track? Sundown uh, Town. All right, Alan, you want to start with that one, then? Yeah, so this is one, like, you... Well, this is, I hope you guys picked up that this was kind of a sharp tone, like tone shift in your opinion, because it definitely was for me. And this is where I start to feel like it's nighttime. I start to feel like it's warm out in LA. And we get a little actual like singing towards the, towards the intro. Mm-hmm. Like pacing around, moving across the room. I really liked that. And I don't know. It's hard for me to... How am I going to put this? The, the way that you guys said that this album kind of like flows through, it's hard for me to differentiate a lot of the tracks here just because they are approaching that really similar vibe. So for a lot of these tracks, what I'm going to say is that the production is pretty laid back. The rap flow is pretty good, but it is pretty laid back too. Even if he is talking about like more dangerous, like his usual type shit. But this, 
this one, it just flows really well. And I don't really know, know what else to say beyond that. I dug the singing too, Milo. Well, here's what I got to tell you about the production. So the straight, straight, I'll say it again. You're tired of me saying the name on this podcast too bad. I'm going to say it again. It's straight out of the OVO playlist. First, you hit us with an EQ'd out little vocal sample with nothing over it. It sounds way, way in the background. And I'm just listening to the music and vibing and boom, the drums come in and the rapping starts. Bruh, I cannot tell you how many times Drake does stuff like that before he does his little like rap freestyles or whatever on, on his albums. They were just copy paste. Can he beat some looking at you? The, but I, it was still very laid back and there was no energy. But I'm just saying the the structure of it it seemed really familiar he's still rapping about hard shit it's still the same type of content this song i actually really liked more than the other two just because i did like the like the melody of the music that was playing that was pretty much all that pulled it through for me like he didn't say anything super groundbreaking he didn't vary his rapping technique in some mind-blowing way that really keyed me in it's just as simple as when i got to this song i like i liked the music more than the other two I like that com- real quick. I like that comparison a lot because if you put this on dark lane demo tapes, I would have said this is just like this song fits perfectly. And it's also the best song on the track on the whole album. Just the vibe is very similar, but he's just like actually rapping better than Drake and putting more effort <laughs> into it. But yeah, you still ain't forgive him for taking Eminem's flow. Why, why you, why, why, you gonna do that little Superman? <laughs> um, I like his lyrics. Acknowledge your kids, bro. <laughs> I the I like lyrics this. We was in the hood. Rent was late. Ain't have section eight. Had a thirty eight in the eighth. Moved on the sixty eighth. Then they put us out. We were sleeping on my auntie couch. Then she put us out. Stomach growling, feeling from the rouse. Like I, he's always had great yeah. lyricism. Like like since day one, since I first heard of Vince back in like 2012, 2013. Um, actually, no, technically it was would have been an Earl stuff, so it would have been like even twenty eleven. But ever since I first heard of Vince, he has been rapping about the same shit, bro. And like it doesn't get old because like this is the life he like. When you've been spending years day banging, I can't imagine the amount of stories you have, you know, and whatnot. So um this i mean i think till a day this nigga dies bro this is gonna be his content bro like he he is going to give you street lyrics about street life you know um but yeah there's a an article what you're talking about there's an article that the guardian wrote and he's like quoted as saying i've done too much stuff like too many people remember you when you've done stuff to try and hurt them Mm -hmm. and that was like the realest because there's like there's some lines throughout this album where he just sounds paranoid like you know, I I go places and I have to look over my shoulder, mm-hmm. and I mean that's that's not just the music; like that's real life for him. Oh, I mean, I would imagine if you're rich, you're already paranoid that people are going to try to hurt you, take something from you, or whatever. But then added that that you're a gangbang, you're now rich, but you previously were a gangbanger, and you used to rob people, break into their homes, kill people they care about, like. I'd be paranoid, especially if you live in the same city still, too, which mm-hmm. I mean, I think he still lives in Southern California, as far as I'm concerned, you know, probably still Long Beach. And so I'm just shit, bro. I'd be paranoid as fuck, too. Um, He's actually, he, uh, he and Tyler are on tour right now, right? No, there's no way. I don't think no? he's, I don't think he's no, playing with no Tyler. There's no way. But it, can we do a quick Long Beach factoid? Sure. So there's another <laughs> famous rapper called from Long Beach called Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg started when his kids were early teens started a football team mm-hmm. where they was drove Vince on it? with a bus and Vince was on that football team <laughs> you can go watch it 
you shouldn't go watch interviews if you watch the hot ones with Vince Staples. He talks about how how insane it was to be on Snoop Dogg's team and to be in those like to be in the fucking buses and talking about like one time they played against a team that he swore had like real adults on it and shit. Uh, but it's it it's hella funny to think he was on fucking Snoop Dogg's little football team. You know what? I... <laughs> little Vince <bit> Staples. <laughs> Um, next track, The Shining. Uh, Milo, thoughts? The book was better. No, forgive me. I didn't read the book. The movie was better. <laughs> the movie is better than the book. I'm... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alan. <laughs> it, it is, though. No. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you. Anyways, so the hook wasn't catchy at all. The hook sounded more like some voodoo incantation. I don't know if that's not PC to say, but, you know, that's what it sounded like. And in fact, that's probably probably why this song just kind of came and went in the same way that, you know, some witch doctor were muttering some chant. You would just fall into a trance. Mm-hmm. This song, it, the balloonerism effect was heavy on this one. This is a skip. This is not a skip for me. I'll just... Uh, I had a I feeling it would be Alan. Not a skip for me. I feel like the instrumental has these... Like, I don't know if they're piano keys or what instrument he's using, but it gives off a really, well, ghostly vibe and calling it The Shining. I feel like he's going for mm-hmm. this vibe that's a little creepy. You're always a little bit on edge, which is what this whole, this whole album's talking about, right? So for me, I loved getting kind of the, like, the weird spooked out kind of feeling but what this album does so well through the whole is that it still fits the vibe i'm still feeling like i'm in southern california and he's even talking about talking about living in calabasas and stuff but i actually yeah, moving like to malibu more. yeah i i liked the, i liked it a lot more than you did but i can see how if you're not kind of vibed with what most of this album feels like it's probably not going to be anything special for you mark I like this song. I thought it was a very smooth flow over a very crispy beat once again. But besides, like, at this point, it definitely does, like, just kind of sound like the rest of the songs in this album, which I like them. So I liked it, but there was also nothing unique for me to say about this one, though. This one was just nice flow over a nice beat. Um, I did really like the next song, though, Taking Trips. I don't go to that one. Um, he had a line. Where is it at? I gotta find a line because I, I love this so much. Uh, ah, where the fuck is it? Anywho, he has a line where he says something along. Oh, he says, "Uh, Quidditch catching snitches, doing vicious." <laughs> I thought that was. Yeah, I heard <laughs> that line, and I was like, "He didn't say Quidditch." There is no way that a grip. <laughs> Has watched Harry Potter, like I. Just, bro, hundreds of crips have probably watched Harry Potter. Fuck out of here, bro. I don't believe. I'm just saying. I don't feel. Like... Bro, you start cripping at 13, bro. You still furthering, you know. I, <laughs> I feel like crips aren't pulling out Harry Potter at movie night. Bro, shit, <laughs> you talk to more crips. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, it was weird because um, the part where he was like, my favorite part is verse two. So like, verse one's fine. The hook where it's like tripping. Yeah, tripping. Yeah, Trip, like I, I thought it was like, oh, okay, it was whatever. It's obviously not like a great hook, but it's not a little vibe to it. Verse two, I loved verse two, especially the first like couple bars of verse two. 
I ain't gonna lie. I always been the one to cuff. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I hit it once and then I'm stuck. Like I, I do. I thought those first two lines are some of my like favorite on the whole album, bro. Because every rapper wants to say like, "Oh, fuck all these bitches, man. I don't marry none of these hoes. Fuck all this, you know." But he's like, "Nah." He's like, "I've always been the one to like, you know, just lock down one girl. I hit it once and I'm just I'm taken, bro." <laughs> so I kind of like that. It's kind of cool. <laughs> wasn't it? Was it fun? I think it, no, it might have been off of, yeah, Blue Suede. Blue Suede's off of Hell Can Wait, right? Yeah, great EP. Great oh, yeah, EP. Well, he's, he says, bitches ain't shit, but tricks up no, 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 no. <laughs> I looked at it up this morning, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> but, uh, Alan, what do you think of this song? I think the little sitar that is, does the backing track on this is mm. so exotic and sweet. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm watching some old, like Aladdin type movie in Morocco mm. with the <laughs> little strings. Love that. I lo- I liked the, the like tripping, tripping, yeah, kind of like chorus. That was fire. And he, the verse is also hella good too. You guys, you guys mentioned the like falling in love with the girl right after you hit it first time and the quidditch, the quidditch lines. And then it's the one with the, with the line about the beach, bringing your gun to the beach. Oh yeah. Can't yeah. He has like, beach without yeah. my heaters in my trunk. Yeah. 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 I can't even hit the beach without my heat. It's in my trunks. They ride the tide. Dude, mm-hmm. he's coming with bars. He's coming with great bars. Like this. real bars, bro. Yeah. And, and also, this is one of my favorite instrumentals off the whole thing. So I definitely think this is a banger. It's one of my favorites. That's it. No, I like the line where he says, uh, right before that line, Alan, where he says, uh, I hate July. Crime is hot. The summer suck. Can't even hit the beach without my heat. <laughs> like, like, I love, I love the first verse. Like, I hate July. Plus, it's July right now and it's hot as shit. So, uh, nigga, I feel you, bro. <laughs> I've never carried a heat of my trunks, but I do feel you, Vince, bro. <laughs> like, it's hot out here, dog. It's hot. And, like, right after he also has a line where he says, uh, come fuck with me. We live in fastest SRTs. Yeah. Don't come from me unless go fuck me what you seek. Oh, that's a bar, bro. That's a fucking bar. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Milo. The only thing I want to mention about this is what I forgot to mention at the, at the beginning. So I don't know if this is out of character for Vince Staples, but this album does feature, uh, the Kwaku effect. I don't know if y'all remember when we reviewed iTape by Vic Mensa and there was that, that song, not song, that, voicemail kwaku or just some nigerian dude or some i don't know what's another kenyan Ghanaian guy speaking in a, in an accent about how chicago was in the past so this song has some kind of old-timey audio sample some white kid talking about i thought if i did it i just really wanted to impress the boys grandpa and if you're not into that kind of thing you get that on a lot of lo-fi beats too so yeah this uh, the vibe of this album is definitely lo-fi and in fact, the track right after this one, "The Apple in the Tree," is just a it's just a voicemail. I yeah. don't know. What I was, was kind of, I was like, "What?" I was, at first, I was like, "Okay, this little voicemail is kind of interesting." Now it's just like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Like, it's just a voicemail. I thought it was like the yeah. beginning or something. I was like, "Oh, okay." Like at a ten on a ten track song, I'm expecting there to be like all songs. <laughs> like, like, there's only eight actual songs on this ten track. <laughs> Yo, Kendrick, man, to come bring my car back, man. There's no nigga he on one. <laughs> oh god, um, that's funny. Uh, what's next? What's next, Jack? Take me home. Oh, just take me. 
Oh, okay. Oh, well, are we just skipping over Apple in the tree then? It's no, you want to talk about it? Did... Mention it. What you want to talk about it? What you want to say, Alan? <laughs> uh, I don't really have anything else to say. I was just more surprised that we are skipping right over it. Because it's, I mean, I think I like the I like the backing track behind the whole thing, and it sounds like it fits the vibe at all. But mm-hmm. you know, this is 22 minutes, and this is 10 percent of the whole track. So yeah, same kind of feeling. All right, take me home. Man, you really like Jay Z, man. You man, you pulled out those numbers <laughs> in the averages. <laughs> um, Milo, what'd you think of this song? Take me home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was actually um, I liked the I really liked this lo-fi beat. It featured some strings, and they put a little like reverb, but the juicy drums are what really what really drew me in. It's like uh, biting into a really plump strawberry listening to the drums uh, as far as the hook i don't know who was singing on the hook that hit me i was like some brent fayez or brent fayez however you say his name mm-hmm. that was on awesome. frank ocean this person is fushi i think this person fushi? Um, fushi, i think is how you say her name yeah oh snap okay so she frank ocean or they i don't know they frank ocean and brent fayez need to make an album <laughs> alan this song is so freaking smooth, dude. Like, this is one that that I, I go back to thinking about, like, in L.A., like, jazz club later at night. This would be a great song that I would want to come see live. You have the kind of sweet, almost, I would call it a jazz electric guitar sample going on in the back. Vince is very low-key, as he is on this whole, whole album on this track. And for me, Fushi singing the chorus and doing the outro is for sure the highlight, which is... Which is fine because, again, one of my big criticisms of this whole album is how much it starts to like blend together. And I think she does a great job kind of just killing it. I think this is a big refresher for this part of the album and one of my favorites. So, Mark? I, this song was okay to me. Like, uh, it's very similar to the rest, Venture Spitting. I just wasn't a huge fan of the hook. The hook is what made this a little less than the other ones on this album. Um, I just like, it didn't do anything for me. But I did love some of the lines. I specifically, where he says, very first verse, he says, um, swallowing on my pride like them pills y'all be on. I hate when you hide, but you hate feeling lost. Um, Genius also kind of mimics this, but Vince has always like been straight edge and like uh, kind of like, yeah, like he just doesn't fuck with the whole drug thing. And so I could see him talking to like a girl that he likes or whatever. Because like, like people like are just always saying they fell in loss and so he's like yeah i hate when you hide but you say you fell in loss like yeah you feel in loss because you fucking high you know and so um i but it also, also kind of sounds like the criticism of someone who's straight edge though but like, i'm not gonna lie like if if you did drugs you would know like there's a difference but nevertheless i do i thought it was a cool line though so i did really like the line um you just hated the r&b as usual <laughs> you know you know it's not my shirt, bro. So fuck out of here, bro. Um, yeah, they should get some kind of like. Do you like rap metal? Do you like any of those bands? Like new, new metal. metal? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like new metal, but I'm curious if you do because I know you're like also what like, bands? Like ones that like rap and and like also corn, like, like Slipknot, like. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess like them. Yeah, but I fuck with Slipknot heavy, but. <laughs> Okay. Well, I mean, well, Slipknot doesn't really like rap that much. 
No, but they're you know like I mean? newer metal, and they kind of like they have some rapper thing. What about or, like, like, the like Beastie Boys? Lincoln Park. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nigga, I've Beastie never Boys? listened to the Beastie Boys a day in my life, First and I do not think they're new metal. <laughs> is not the biggest fan of like old school rap. <laughs> so you're take them all Wait, the way back you... to the eighties. <laughs> Wait, who doesn't like the Beastie Boys? Are you I've never listened to the Beastie Boys, bro. Like, I you totally know, have I heard a Beastie Boys song. Hey, you have I mean, you heard I probably, I've, probably, I've probably heard a song. I don't know. I, I've never purposely listened to the Beastie Boys. So I literally, I've probably heard a song somewhere in a movie, but like, I do not know the Beastie Boys. He <laughs> doesn't want to ruin his street cred. Bro, <laughs> get out of here, bro. There's no. nothing wrong with, what are you guys <laughs> talking about? No, no we got a time I'm, limit. Anywho, they staples. <laughs> Take me home. That's what we thought, y'all. You should like <laughs> R&D more. Is a, that's all. You should like R&D more. It's weird. So I'm going to talk, talk about this one because this next track is my favorite off this album, Lil Fade. This is by far, in my opinion, the best track on this album. This is the, one of the few ones that also has a different vibe. This is closer to Turn Up. It's not Turn Up still, but it's closer to turn up than any other song on this album. Like this one, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, and he was, I don't know, just like his flow was good. The beat was bouncy. Um, and like this, this felt like he was pressing somebody. Like he was like, oh, all right, what's popping? You know, like, I don't know. I really, I really like the like upper vibe that he had in this song. He was finally like giving some energy. It felt like Milo. Yeah. So this song had a lot more energy compared yeah. to the rest of the album but that does not mean we're not talking nuclear fusion levels of energy here people we're talking about compared to the rest of the album this song had uh, the most energy i think i would go so far as to say the song has the best hook on the entire album and it meshed really well with the production that was high energy yeah it does sound like he was he was trying to like press somebody mm-hmm. so definitely a candidate for the playlist that we can actually you know populate this time around <laughs> alan yeah this song is fucking great too yeah it has the same actually like little instrument like little instrument that's not a guitar that they had on what's that song take me away or take take me home take me home oh take or taking like, trips yeah taking trips and but on this one like you guys said the vibe is much more like direct it's much more upbeat it's much more of a banger so I totally agree. This is one I'd hella pick for the album appetizers playlist. My favorite thing is actually when he's shouting out all the dead homies and everyone who's yeah, at the end. like in prison and then just ends it like, yeah, every, everyone should be free. And then that's kind of it. The song's short, but it's, it's hella good. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. <laughs> um, Lakewood Mall, another spoken intro. Alan? Yeah, Dallas voicemail, is, man. Well, this is one that I don't really remember that much. If I'm being honest, this is one that I don't think stuck out to me that much. And I don't have too, too much to say about it other than it didn't grab me, but it also didn't stick out in a negative way all that much. So I think I'm just going to have to pass and say this track didn't really do anything for me. Mark? I mean, yeah, it didn't do anything for me at all. Or Milo? It stuck out to me in a negative way. It's could have, I mean, if you wanted to, why didn't you just play the next track and then end the whole album on the, on the voicemail if you needed I thought, to put the I voicemail? So. Yeah. 
Um, like, like, like what he was saying in the voicemail wasn't bad. Like, it was a cool little story. But then when it ended, I was like, oh, that would feel like a waste. If that would have been the intro to a song or the outro after a song, I would would have liked it more, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, Logic sampled a whole damn speech by somebody from the you know, mid 20th yeah, century. Yeah, he, right. he doesn't need to fully be so Logic on this. Right, you're going to have to start paying me. You're going to have to start paying me, bro. Every time you mention Logic, I want a dollar, bro. Every time you mention <laughs> Logic, I want a dollar. Every time you mention Drake no. or OBR, I want $2. All right? No. <laughs> it's so much more than I talk about Outcast, honestly. Oh, my bro. Like, it's, it's like without, like, without a doubt, every podcast, bro. I swear to God, bro. Like, you rarely go after episode without you mentioning... Like Drake, usually it's, it's more more so is logic at this point. But without mentioning logic, bro, check niggas, people. If you listening to this, go back to the last ten episodes. Tell me if there is even one. The last episode might be the only one. Might be the only one where he is not mentioning logic or Drake, bro. This nigga. Anywho, <laughs> last song on this motherfucking album, M H M Milo thoughts. M H M Milo thoughts. Disrespectful. Is this is why black people can't rise up because we can't stick together. The man made a song called Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't be bothered the way he says. So, Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realize that you were supposed to say the name of the song that way until I heard the hook, which was Mm-hmm. And frankly, that's, it was neat. It was a neat little effect to give me some insight about that title. But as far as a hook, I'm not humming that. When I'm at work or driving my car, I'm not going directly to the song. As for an outro, not a very strong outro. There, I mean, the message was pretty much the same. The music was pretty much the same. Nothing to really signal like this is the, this is the final track. I only knew because I looked at the track list after that little voicemail that we, uh, that came before this. So, and then, I mean, if you're going to end the album, I mean, you got, yeah, you got to come with a stronger hook than this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, I liked it. I I think it. I can see how you'd find it like at least mildly annoying. If I if I'm being honest, I totally can understand that. For, but for me, just by the end of the song, when I knew that mm-hmms were coming, it was just I was just vibing with it. You like Vince would shout a line, and then I would be like mm-hmm, and then Vince would do something else mm-hmm, and just that way that way I was just so into it. And it's weird because this is such a different vibe for me then the more downer tracks this is kind of bringing me back up with the energy which is i guess a good thing for the last track on the album but it was just a little it was it was actually a surprise in a good way i would say because like i said i didn't like the track before this that much but mm-hmm, it is fire for me mark i really like where he says um on the course, uh, chip cuz tell him come and zip cuz hundred on his headstone. Homies call me rich cuz flip cuz candles because they miss cuz I ain't got just because you know what it is cuz ah, god, I love Vince, bro. I love Vince, I love his lyricism. He's just we could do it late night, we could do it broad day, you know. He out here, he out here with the heat, he out here at Long Beach, you know. He's okay. <laughs> You heard it here first. Are folks. you frontlining for him? <laughs> but, but overall, um, I actually, I'm not doing on my notes that this is probably my my least favorite song on the album. 
Um, <laughs> um, but that being said, it's still very similar to the others, which I like. So being my least favorite is still listenable. Like there's, there's not a, in my opinion, there's not a skip on this album, unless you want to skip the like, you know, uh, voicemail. Voice but like, and that, and, and, and like in terms of the music, there's not really a skip on this album. Like it's, I like it. I like it a lot. It's all very smooth. It's all very fine. Lyricism is amazing. Um, it's like the biggest difference between, in my opinion, the biggest difference between this album and any previous Vince Stables project is his delivery. This is the first album where he has a laid back delivery and he's not attacking the mic, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I think that'll debate on how, how people feel about this album. But I mean, I still liked it. Like he's, I mean, even if he's not attacking, he could still rap. So yeah, it's such a like low key vibe that I don't think anyone's going to walk away saying that sounded really bad. Yeah. You know, I think it's almost impossible to just say, I never want to hear this garbage again. But for me, <laughs> yeah. uh... like for me, I could have used a, what I feel like is a little more risk taking, a little more fleshing out of some songs. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. kind of my criticism with a lot of his music is I wish there was like just a little more of it, you know, but if, if Vince's thing is to have pretty short albums that are bangers and are just fun to listen to, then that's fine. But for me, I would like to see a little more. And I think that's kind of direction that I had asked him to go, but that's just me. I mean, it's, this has just only been his last two albums. Every album before this is like normal 15, 16 songs, normally projects, like, you know, whatever. Only this and FM were like 20, because FM was 22 minutes. So only this and FM were 20, 22 minute projects. Mm. Um, and I mean, I wait, don't get me wrong. I want like a whole ass hour's worth of Vince music. That being said, these past two projects, he's killed it. So he might've found something, bro. Like he, I mean, I would assume he's probably made a shitload of music. And then whereas most people could just sit down to their top 16 or 20, he could just sit down to like the top eight, 10. Therefore, it's going to be fire. Like if you've, if you made a hundred tracks and you pick in the top, you know, eight, 10, like it's likely going to be fire, bro. So, but did you really feel like the album was that good? No. I did. I mean, I thought this was good. I mean, I thought I film was better, but I still think that this was, I thought this was solid. Wow. Yeah, see, it's and that's and that's just kind of my point is that it's the album's solid and the music's definitely like all good for me, but it's still I can't help but feeling a little underwhelmed. You know what I, I guess mean? I guess for me, if he put out a normal eighteen track album or something like that, sixteen eighteen track album, I'd probably end up liking six of the tracks. Whereas when he gives me this 10 track album and I like six or eight of the tracks, then it's just like, oh, even better now. Like, it's just, I don't need all the fluff had, I'm not going to listen to. But even this had filler and fluff. Like, we were just talking about it. No, but you said the, 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 only, the, yeah. only the voicemail. So, like, not the actual music, though. Like, like I'm saying, in terms of the actual music, there were no skips on here for me. Whereas yeah. if he, I, there's not a, before, F, before FM and before this album, every other Vince project I've listened to, I've liked for the most part, except I didn't like Big Fish. But I've liked for the most part, but there were always songs I didn't like on there. A ton of songs I didn't like. I would like a, f- a handful of songs. Whereas I'd rather just have a short-ass project where I like all the songs. Yeah, I guess, I think we agree that all the music on this is good, but I kind of view it more negatively than you do, which is which is fine because one thing we both agree on is the music on this is just good. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, meter. I mean, this is a spicy for me. Every... Every song pretty much is at least good, and there are a few that I think are real bangers. So this is spicy, but for sure there's room for more. 
Mm-hmm. Milo? All right. Down to brass tacks. This album's not spicy, and I think that's intentional. I don't think Vince was trying to come at us with something like just mind-blowing fire. I think this is supposed to be minimalist, low-key. So I feel very comfortable giving this not spicy. Um, I'm giving this a spicy. I thought it was good. I thought it was a very solid project. Um, you know, it's more laid back than me of his other projects. That being said, it's still a vibe and it's nice. You know, I see, I might have made a mistake before I, I said this wasn't something to cruise to. It might be. It's just a different type of cruising. Cause when, I'm, when I drive, I get hype. So when I drive, I want to listen to FM and like, you know, hang out the car and just wild the fuck out. Insurance but, <laughs> you ain't lying. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this project though is definitely much more of like a you creaking down, you know, the app, like, you know, yeah. So yeah, if you're on your creep shit, this is good. <laughs> Freaking in the six foe. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, cool. So spicy, spicy, not spicy. Two songs for the playlist. I tell you off tops. Mines are a little fade and taking trips. A little fade and sundown town. Well, Mark, you picked the same as I as I was. We both picked the two with that <laughs> awesome guitar instrument. Perfect. And with that so whack audio at the end? Fucking <laughs> leave it to Beaver? See, I don't Hating think it's bro. Hating that's the good bro. It's hella short. The production lets you flow right through it. So both these You got to explain yourself to this nigga, bro. <laughs> you got to explain yourself. Find these two songs on the album. The Appetizer playlist are fire. And you can just see how good both of them actually are. So we will leave it at that. And we have given, we've been given a huge gift. I would like to. From the hip hop gods. Who is this? Yeah, and, the and fucking hip hop gods. And I'm going to say that it's, I'll believe it when I see it. But Kanye West, maybe you've heard of him, is going to be dropping a new album, Donda. The ultimate Gemini. On Friday. And oh. The NBA finals, maybe you saw. Maybe you saw there was a little bit of a clip that's all over my Instagram right now of a track. And that track is pretty Christian, but I, it's just fire. It's I like it more than Jesus is King already. Mm-hmm. So I thought you were going to say I like it more than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ooh. Somebody tweeted who went to the listening party. They tweeted after the party. They said, I mean, he's still on his Christian shit, but musically, this is better music by far. That's what they all like. That's what he was saying. I was like, musically, this is way better music. And like his Christian, he's talking about more like his struggles with faith and like overcoming things, you know. So, um, and he cusses a little, not a ton like his ownership, but he cusses a little bit. Um, and the features, I think, cuss too, or a lot of cuss. But he's like, he said it was like still Christian shit, but way, way, way better musically. So. This guy on his last album says, "Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick Fil A." Good lord! You're my Chick Fil A. Yeah. Well, thank y'all for listening. Hope y'all enjoyed. Tune in next week. Y'all want to hear us review Kanye's Donda? I'm excited. Ciao. Peace.